Good morning. Today marks the 20th anniversary of the Bali bombings, with 88 Australians among the 202 people killed, marking the single largest loss of Australian life in an act of terror. Heavily armed police are patrolling Kuta ahead of a service this morning. We actually went down the memorial the other day, and it still, yeah, it still gives you goosebumps when you see all the names and everything on the wall. Very um, emotional. We've just been to the memorial, and we're on our way back now. Foreign Minister Penny Wong will hold a national memorial service at Parliament House in Canberra this morning. The Prime Minister will attend an official memorial at Sydney's Coogee Beach. A Queensland truck driver will face a New South Wales court today, 18 years after a fatal crash that killed a young boy. The six-year-old was a passenger in a station wagon when it was hit by a truck along the Hume Highway in 2004. The car rolled down an embankment, killing the boy. The 59-year-old man was extradited to Sydney last night, where he was charged with five offences, including dangerous driving occasioning death. A man has been shot dead by police in a busy dining precinct in Brisbane. Police say the man in his 30s was armed with a metal rod and was threatening customers at a local restaurant. After attempting to use a taser to subdue him, officers opened fire. The man was pronounced dead at the scene. The Ethical Standards Command is investigating the incident overseen by the Crime and Corruption Commission. Australia's Information Commissioner has launched an investigation into the Optus data breach. It will look at whether the telco took reasonable steps to protect the personal information of its millions of customers. The watchdog will also look at whether Optus needed to collect and retain certain data. If it's found to have breached privacy laws, it could face civil penalties of up to $2.2 million per offence. Victorians are being warned to prepare for significant flooding with a massive downpour set to lash the state this week. The Weather Bureau has issued a flood watch warning for much of the state with up to 100 millimetres of rain expected to fall. Some Victorians are being told they could be cut off for up to 72 hours. Drivers are being reminded not to drive through flood water after the body of a missing man was found in his submerged vehicle in the New South Wales Central West. It comes as New South Wales also braces for further deluges with a new weather system set to smash the coast today. Almost 200,000 robo-debt victims will have their cases wiped ahead of the first public hearings into the bungled scheme. Seven News reporter Sally Guyte is in Canberra with the details. Good morning Sally, the government will scrap any leftover reviews from the scheme. Good morning, Jody. Before the scheme was suspended in 2019, 124,000 people were told they were under review over social security payments they'd received, while another 73,000 were never told they were being assessed. The Social Services Minister has confirmed that all 197,000 of those people will soon receive a letter in the mail informing them those investigations will not proceed, really in a last push to clean up the remnants of this highly controversial program. The robo-debt, the automated debt recovery was a computerised program that linked Centrelink records with income data to see if anyone had been overpaid with welfare. But it resulted in thousands of Australians being wrongly pursued for debts and was later found to be unlawful. The Prime Minister has described this as a cruel system and the Social Services Minister says this had a significant human cost. The former coalition agreed to a billion dollar settlement when a class action was brought against the Commonwealth and the system is now the subject of a royal commission. An initial hearing was held in late September with further public hearings to be held at the end of this month.
Okay, Sally Guide in Canberra, thank you. Ukraine's president has held urgent talks with world leaders as Russia continues its most recent aerial assault. Vladimir Zelensky called on G7 leaders to give Ukraine more air defence capabilities to stop Russia. In a joint statement, they vowed to stand with Ukraine as long as it takes and to call Vladimir Putin to account. There were further attacks on several cities with key infrastructure damaged, causing water shortages and blackouts. Buckingham Palace has announced the date for King Charles's coronation. The ceremony will take place at Westminster Abbey on May the 6th next year. His Majesty King Charles III will be crowned by the Archbishop of Canterbury alongside Camilla, the Queen Consort. In a statement, Buckingham Palace said the coronation will reflect the monarch's role today but will also be rooted in long-standing traditions and pageantry. Boxing legend Johnny Famichon has been farewelled at a state memorial service in Melbourne. Family and friends gathered at Festival Hall last night, where Famichon's career began six decades ago. He still had that humour and he used to say, I was poetry in motion. And that's exactly what he was. He was just, he was, it's, the epitome of boxing is hit and not be hit. And he was a master at it. Famo fought during the golden period of Australian boxing, claiming a world title win in 1969. He died in August, aged 77. A quick check of sport now and amazing scenes over Sydney Harbour last night as the barrier draw for Saturday's $15 million Everest took to the skyline through a spectacular drone display. After setting sail, trainers and industry personnel watched on as the barriers were revealed using an incredible 500 drones. Last year's winner Nature Strip drew barrier 12 for trainer Chris Waller. So game on with Nature Strip drawing the outside barrier in this Everest He's $1.90. Can he get any shorter? John O'Shea's lost and running drew barrier seven. Kangaroos coach Mal Meninga has named seven debutants for Australia's World Cup opener against Fiji. Sea Eagles playmaker Daly Cherry Evans gets the first opportunity to impress at halfback, named ahead of Panthers star Nathan Cleary. Meninga has opted to rest all of the Panthers and Eels players who took the field in the NRL Grand Final earlier this month. Fullback James Tedesco will captain the Kangaroos for the first time. Checking Wednesday's weather now, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 24 degrees. Partly cloudy, 21 in Sydney, the same in Canberra. Showers increasing at 20 the top in Melbourne. Hobart, a shower or two also heading for 20. Adelaide, cloudy and showers, 18 degrees. Perth, partly cloudy and 20. And Darwin, mostly sunny with a shower or two and 34 degrees the top.